Ladies, my name is Jackie. And my name's Coral. And together, we are The View From Pod, a weekly podcast where we talk about the music that we are currently obsessed with and the stories and emotions that it brings out of us. How are you doing today, Coral? I'm doing so good. We've been hanging out for a little bit now, mm-hmm. and we went to go get some tacos. We got some chips and queso. We got some margs over there. Yes, very important. Super hot though. There is a heat wave going through in Texas right now. So it was like 100 degrees in the shade at 7.30 p.m. So it was no joke. Y'all, it was ridiculous. I was just taking napkins and dabbing my face in the middle of conversation. Like that was a normal thing to do. And Coral is so lovely. She didn't skip a beat. She was just talking to me like I wasn't <laughs> sweating like crazy. No, Friendship, guys. Friendship it's, goals. It's fine because everyone around us on that patio was doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So we were all suffering through it. Yes. But yeah, we had a good time over there. Came back and continued the party, really. Yes. Made some homemade margaritas for Jackie. <laughs> And how are my margaritas, Jackie? Carl, they were really, really good. What cracked me up, though, was because, and she's the hostess with the mostest. She made frozen margaritas. That's not right. Like lazy ass on the rocks shit that I usually Ew. do. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, she got the frozen margaritas. <laughs> and I saw her pick up the tequila bottle, but she also got a shot glass, let me remind you. She got a shot glass. Then she picked up the bottle and was like, eh, I'll eyeball it. And then she just poured it into the blender. You guys, if you guys are familiar with Vine, there was this Vine back in the day where this lady that's on a cooking channel goes two shots of vodka and she gets her container and it literally goes glug, 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 glug for a good five seconds. That was me. Yes, that was Coral. But were they good though? They were really good. Surprisingly. Did you die though? <laughs> I did not. Yeah. I did not, but I am a bit more turned for this podcast which is what was intended right coral we needed to be in a certain mode right now Mm -hmm. because tonight we're talking about cardi b's wet ass pussy you guys (laughs) and i'm talking about the song featuring megan the stallion (laughs) yes ma'am um (laughs) coral i totally thought you're gonna say today guys we're gonna talk about wet ass pussies i mean we kind of are we are and i'll tell y'all now that's the last time we'll say it because we are infants. From here on out, we're just going to refer to it as WAP. As WAP. Yes. So, talking about WAP, this hasn't actually come out on her album because she hasn't released her second album. Mm-hmm. So, I was reading an article and she basically, when all of this COVID started happening, mm-hmm. she went to LA and she was with her producer working on songs Apparently, she had the backbone for the song, but she was still perfecting it. Mm -hmm. But then she started talking to Megan Thee Stallion, you know, texting back and forth. They had some mutual friends. And Megan got her lyrics, like her song, portions of her song back to Cardi within two, three days. Mm. And then it came about. So I was like, that's really impressive. Yeah. And it's so good for her to have been like, yeah, here's my lines. And it's like a fun bop. And isn't Megan Thee Stallion like 24? She's super young. Yeah. I want to say she was still in school like last year. Dang. Studying in Texas, actually. She's from Houston. She's from Houston and she was going to a school near Houston, I believe. Uh But yeah, she's super young. Dang. To be featured on 
a Cardi B song. That's huge. I know. And she's also super talented. I really didn't listen to her that much. Mm -hmm. But after this, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm familiar with her. Have you heard of Savage? Mm -mm. It's big on the TikTok world. There's a whole dance to it, but Mm -hmm. I I knew her through that. And actually, uh, Beyonce... Did a like a remix with her. Really? You guys, it's so fun. Listen I to love that, it. okay? I love all these fun songs because I mean, this year has been a bit shit. Yeah. Every month, guys, it's been a bit awful. So when a song like this comes around, perhaps that's why it's gotten so much attention. Because I mean, people need something lighthearted. We just need something to kind yeah. of distract us. So that's, it's taking the world by storm. I'm not even going to say the U.S. It's everywhere. (laughs) And I think that's what we kind of want to focus on. Mm -hmm. Not so much breaking down the lyrics, Mm -hmm. but just kind of exploring different views, different reactions from people. Yes. And trying to understand why people are so triggered with the song. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Jackie and I are like, yeah, this is a fun song. The music video is fun. It is what it is. Yeah, exactly. I know, that's why it's funny, because you really can't analyze the lyrics, because they're, they're pretty, like, straightforward. You know what she's trying to say. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, I, I really like this song. And, again, I was super surprised at the reaction of it, especially because both of them make music like this already. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's, it's super raunchy, but... They've been doing this. Yeah, like, th- this was on Cardi's last album as well. So, and I mean, and I understand if you don't really listen to hip-hop, you wouldn't necessarily know. Right. Um, But the fact that this is mainstream still, like, blows my mind. Because usually you only hear about wet-ass pussies in the club. Yeah. Not, like, on your way to the grocery store. Right, on the radio. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? That's so funny. Like, at 11 a.m. Right. It's, It's being normalized. And I don't know if it's because we are during these... COVID-19 times where, I mean, honestly, we need some excitement in our lives because most of us are working from home or, you know, just going to the office, coming back Mm -hmm. or taking online classes, whatever you may be doing. Mm -hmm. But we really haven't been able to do much for the past five, six months. Yeah. So maybe we're all just jumping on this because it's probably one of the biggest things in entertainment that's happened this year. Yeah. And something else we're noticing during covid or that when people are at home, they're super mean. Yeah. Because <laughs> they just like talking all kinds of shit about people yeah. on the internet. You're hiding behind a keyboard mm-hmm. saying whatever you want because there are no repercussions for it. Mm-hmm. And that's why different people with different views are just saying the craziest things about this song. Yes. So before we kind of delve into that, we did want to discuss the video. Yes. To give you the context, because to be honest, I, the video, I think, was what people were kind of up in arms about the most. Yes. I mean, it's a gorgeous video. It's amazing, you know? I thought. Yeah. It's, you know that a lot of work went into it, mm-hmm. lots of hours. I was reading this article, Cardi B practiced the choreography for the music video for three to four weeks, and... I mean, you guys know she was a stripper before she became um, a rapper. Mm-hmm. But dancing takes hard work and time, you yeah. know? So I was super appreciative for the, of the fact that she did dedicate time and energy to this music video. And you can tell. 
Yeah. And also, fun fact, apparently it costs $100,000 to get COVID, COVID testing for everyone involved in the video. So I imagine they're like, guys, this shit better be excellent exactly. because we are only doing this once. I appreciate the fact that they did take that precaution yes. to make sure nobody was infecting nobody on set. Yes, y'all, <laughs> could you imagine that on top of just like the outrage the of The controversy. Then you get all those people with COVID. Exactly. Oh, they'd be suing poor Cardi and her oh production team. Oh my goodness. Team. But a quick summary of the music video, if you haven't gotten a chance to watch it. So in the opening shot, you're met with this... Like it's an extravagant gate opening up, and of course it says W A P on the gates in cursive. <laughs> Just so you know. Just so you know. You know where you're at. Yeah, and you you're led through a garden that includes a fountain with two women that are in the twerking position, and of course water is spouting out of their nipples. <laughs> and you're going up the stairs to this mansion where you see Cardi and Megan, our stars of the music video, mm-hmm. and they're just kind of going. From room to room, roaming the mansion in killer outfits. I mean, I'm not going to lie. They were fun outfits, you know? Mm-hmm. They grab your attention. They add color to the to the video. Um, so I think there's like five or six total outfit changes for each one of them. And they include some cameos that stirred quite, you know, people again <sighs> yeah. had, had thoughts about who made a cameo in this video. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, my favorite, I think, was um, Kylie Jenner. Mm -hmm. People had some strong opinions. Apparently, there's a petition on change.org with 60,000 signatures to have Kylie Jenner removed from the video. And I'm like, yo, that's really what you're worried about right now? Like, that's what you're concerned about during hard times. It's... I just don't think it's important. It's not. Not all. But I mean... It's not. But people were up in arms about it. Yeah. People who dislike Rosalia mm-hmm. were up in arms about her. People were mad that Normani, who I love, they were mad that she was just dancing. But then Cardi B defended why she wanted Normani dancing and like Kylie Jenner just strut- strutting down the hallway. People were like, this is why, like, why does Kylie just walk, but Normani has to be dancing. But then Cardi's like, Normani dances hot AF, she kills it, why wouldn't she be dancing? I agree, Mm -hmm. you know? If you're having fun with it, she likes to dance, she wanted to dance, Mm -hmm. why not showcase that? What I don't like, and it's kind of the whole pitting women against each other for no reason, Mm -hmm. which I really, really dislike. I mean, I'm not a fan of Kylie Jenner. Right. But I still, like, wish her well. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want her. Yeah, exactly. And the thing about it is, honestly, I respect Kylie because she knows exactly what she's doing. She knows how to market herself. Mm -hmm. She, and you know what? She's making that money. Exactly. Why am I going to hate on how she does it? Yeah. She's smart. I'm sorry. It's interesting because, of course, she got a lot of help from her parents. From her parents, right? To be honest, I feel like... In most circumstances, that's what parents would want to do. Exactly. You know what I mean? And she and she built a business on top of it. It's yeah. different if she kept, like, wasting the money into, like, business pursuits that weren't turning many into pe- anything. Which many people do. And, like, that's exactly. the difference. You know, you know <coughs> Donald <made> Trump. <coughs> <clears throat> oh, we said that? Okay. What? <clears throat> Cut that out. Cut that out. No, keep that no, in. No, keep that in. <laughs> Timothy. I know. Every time we say cut it out, we don't mean it. Just keep it in. Just keep it in. Thanks, but, Tim Tim. Thanks, Tim. But yeah, people were triggered 
And I don't understand why, you know. I thought it was fun. I know. She looked she great. She looked good. She looked right? gorgeous. So, again, why are we pitting women against women? Mm-hmm. Good for Cardi for featuring all these artists, you know, these business. She's a businesswoman. Yeah. You know? Why not? Yes, exactly. So that's the music video. You guys should check it out. <laughs> it's fun. It's entertaining. Just watch it. Yes. Something I really enjoyed we're seeing reaction videos. Oh my god! It's so funny seeing older white people <laughs> um, react to this. Yeah. So James Corden, he had his parents look at it and videotape <laughs> them, um, and it was so cute. Yeah. <laughs> and the part, oh my gosh, which line was it? I think it was, what is it? Park something about a Mack truck. You know, park that Big Mac truck <laughs> right in his little garage. Right, right in this little garage. And I think James Corden's dad was like. Oh, I like this. <laughs> oh, I like this. And the, and the wife was like, oh, I bet you do. Because like, oh, I meant the song. I meant the song. That's too It was funny. adorable. Guys, I recommend looking at the entire reaction video. It is so sweet. That's so funny. And you know? see, that's, that's what's fascinating about this song. People are either loving it. They think it's a good song. It's a fun song. Mm-hmm. Or they're fucking hating it, <laughs> calling Cardi B disgusting on every platform available, yep. saying you're degrading, saying you're ruining my children. Um, ma'am, no. Yeah. That's not on Cardi. No. Bitch, put some parental controls. Exactly. Or whatever. If you don't mm-hmm. want them, you know? <laughs> exactly. So, take it with a grain of salt. It's a fun music video. Yeah. So, yeah, just watch it. Yeah, just be smooth, guys. Yeah. Some of my other favorite reactions. There's yeah. one from Russell Brand. Okay. So the other camp, because of course you have the people that are like super conservative. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, this is lacking any moral values. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you have people talking about that this is a feminist piece of art. And some people, like Russell Brand, you know, the authority on all things regarding women. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote a piece. Actually, he didn't, he didn't write it. It was a YouTube video. Uh-huh. So I read this from The Telegraph, and again, it was a, a YouTube video titled, WAP, Feminist Masterpiece or Porn? <laughs> and the way The Telegraph kind of describes it, the writer says, um, in this, he muses on the nuances of contemporary feminism. And a direct quote from him, Is it equality if the template has already been established by the former dominator? The answer is no. First of all, guys, lol. Lol. (laughs) Lol that he even felt like he needed to do a video. Lol for anyone who clicked on it, because anything feminist related, why the fuck would I be looking at anything Russell Brand has to say? For this topic. He's not. No, he's not, you know? And again, people are entitled to their opinions. Of course, the internet ripped him apart. (laughs) <laughs> good <laughs> yeah, like having someone mansplain feminism and also like russell brand very problematic yes he's so. he already like has his own yeah his own issues exactly and you know what in general i actually really like him sometimes he does say really interesting things he disappeared off like the stage for a while right yeah he was going through some shit yeah i remember that i just know he was with Katy perry then he broke up with her, right? Mm-hmm. And then I kind of just didn't hear from him yeah. since. Yeah, apparently he has a whole ass family and two kids. What? Yeah. He's a dad? <laughs> yes, oh two my children. Gosh. And Katy Perry has her 
her baby with Orlando Bloom. She's doing just fine. Well, she, girl, she won. She exactly. She won that. She won. Up. If it was a contest, she won it. <laughs> <laughs> Bad bitch contest. She in first place. <laughs> I hey. love it. Um, yeah, so I w- I thought that was really interesting in regards to a reaction. Kind of the idea of writing think pieces about this. Mm-hmm. I was surprised. Because like we mentioned earlier, I mean, Cardi B makes music like this. I don't know if you all listened to her first album. The song that came to my mind was Bickenhead. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the most inappropriate song in the album. And I mean, and it's good. Yeah, exactly. So Cardi's been singing about her WAP. For pretty much the past few years. Mm -hmm. I mean, in Bodak Yellow, she says, my pussy feel like a lake. She's, you know, proud of it. Yes. On press, she's saying, pussy still wet like Florida. (laughs) Lols. (laughs) (laughs) On clout, she's saying, pussy still wet like a big bitch. (laughs) I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. (laughs) And then on uh, Karma Sutra, pussy so deep, you gon' drown or gon' swim splash splash and so on and so forth so this idea isn't new for cardi she's been singing about it Mm -hmm. but why now why are people why is everybody saying something about this yeah but more importantly why does everyone think that their view is the right view yeah they they're very they have very strong opinions about it exactly you know what i mean i thought it was interesting i think you mentioned that having some like doctors or gynecologists guys about this we were i was reading articles that were written from gynecologists i was reading articles that were written by like a military newspaper saying that this song they had a problem with the wop challenge on tiktok Fucking TikTok. TikTok. This is when we were talking about what song should we, you know, cover our next episode. Jokingly to Jackie, I was like, WAP. And she said, okay. (laughs) And it was literally because I was watching the WAP dance challenge on TikTok Mm -hmm. for like an hour straight right before she texted me. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, there's this TikTok challenge going around. People do the dance. Everybody's doing it, right? Well, two women in the military did this challenge, and people were livid, saying that women while wearing the uniform shouldn't be doing this. And my main takeaway from that article was there are bigger issues that we need to be upset about within the military atmosphere. Why aren't we talking about, for example, what's happening here close to our house in Fort Hood, where these soldiers are turning up. Like, why aren't we talking about that? Mm -hmm. Instead of getting upset about a TikTok dance video that's six seconds long. It was was only six seconds. It was six seconds. (laughs) So that's what I'm saying. Everybody has an opinion, Mm -hmm. but everyone's right, according to them. It seems like some of the louder voices happen to be men. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like just female sexuality is just something people don't like to talk about. Mm-hmm. Or if they do, then they're somehow, they're labeled as something. You right. Know? But I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. And what I found interesting about kind of this video, I'm not sure if y'all are super familiar about African-American stereotypes. Um, but I know whenever I talk to other black women just about this song, some are a bit upset because they feel like it's feeding into the whole hypersexualization of black women. Mm-hmm. And so a stereotype 
Um, it's called the Jezebel, and Wikipedia had a really good description of what this is. So guys, in the early 1900s, there were these kind of entertainment shows called minstrel shows, M-I-N-S-T-R-E-L, and it usually involved people in blackface, white people in blackface, performing all of these um, very offensive stereotypes of black people. And so there are, there are lots of different ones, um, but for women in particular, um, there's one character called the Jezebel. And Wikipedia describes it this way. The Jezebel, a stereotype of a sexually voracious, promiscuous black woman, was the counter image of the demure Victorian lady in every way. The idea stemmed from Europeans' first encounter with semi-nude women in tropical Africa. The African practice of polygamy was attributed to uncontrolled lust, and tribal dances were construed as pagan orgies in contrast to European Christian chastity. Kind of a darker consequence of that. Of course, when Africans were brought to the U.S. during slavery, it justified rape by white men, even as a legal defense, because there was an assumption that black women couldn't be rape victims because they always desired sex. And I mean, and this is a pretty, it's a pretty deep history that, I mean, of course, just as a black woman, I'm super aware of. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a big criticism of hip hop music in general, especially by men and looking at music videos that just have, have a lot of half naked women dancing about. And so when you see female rappers, mm -hmm. like Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, essentially doing the same thing, mm -hmm. um, I feel like it, it still kind of takes people aback. Yeah, but I don't know the the way that I kind of see it because I mean I I understand with the whole hypersexualization it's uncomfortable but whenever I see this video I see two businesswomen yeah who know that a song like this is going to be popular and going to pay their bills and help their career and I think it's smart <laughs> you know exactly I think it's smart and I think something that's just been happening with this song is everyone keeps projecting what they think Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion are thinking whenever they're doing this video. And are trying to do with this song and video. Yeah, exactly. And it's, and again, it's kind of like, guys, don't think about this too much, you know? And then when you see videos, Cardi B had a, a great video whenever she found out that the song was number one. Mm -hmm. And Megan Thee Stallion on Instagram. Yeah. Y'all, they were so excited. This made their day. I think there needs to be more focus on that. Exactly. No. They're just too... I think we forget that artists, celebrities, rappers, these, you know, figures that we see as untouchable sometimes, mm -hmm. we forget that they're humans. The article that you're referring to says that they, I think they called each other, mm -hmm. they're in their pajamas, and they were just... Cardi B was, like, screaming, jumping up and down, mm -hmm. calling her best friend. That's something that you and I would do if we received amazing news. Exactly. They're human beings just like us. So why, and just like you, I agree. I see a smart businesswoman just like Kylie Jenner. Mm -hmm. She knows what's going to get the streams. Mm -hmm. She knows what she's going to get the views, what that video's going to get. It broke records, didn't it? Yeah. It's, they know what they're doing. Exactly. Why are we hating on them? They're not hurting you. Yeah. So don't be upset about it. And y'all, they're just producing what people are consuming right you know and I think that's a big thing because I remember hearing in an interview Cardi B was like 
yeah, I tried promoting music that wasn't about pussies, but it didn't get any airplay. It didn't hit. Yeah. You know, but these songs do. And so I feel like, and, and people don't like to talk about that. Right. And so I don't understand why people are so up in arms about it when this is obviously what the public wants. Exactly. You know, and again, just being smart businesswomen. And I actually have a hot take about all of this. Because again, they've been making music like this this entire time what about right now is the sudden interest either the praise or the the criticisms Mm -hmm. of the song why the obsession with this song yeah exactly and so i it's i wonder why is it so special now and again personal hot take of mine (laughs) a lot of this is reminding me a little bit about all the attention to juneteenth this past summer And just the public enthusiasm about it. And I read so many articles about, of course, explaining what Juneteenth is and then recommendations on how to celebrate it. Like, listen to your favorite black artist or have a barbecue. And so, and I looked up, these were typically written by white women. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to shit on it because you could tell that there was a lot of effort into the article, Mm -hmm. especially the history part of it, which I did appreciate. But to me... Personally, I don't know. It came across as white people trying to let black people know that they care about our holidays and culture, which is great. But I think about myself, I'm not going to speak for all black people. My family and I are completely indifferent about the entire holiday. Of course, it's, it's definitely still celebrated, but it seemed like the attention of it, it didn't make sense because I feel like black people would be talking about it more than white people. And that's, that's just the impression that I got. And so just with this intention with with WAP, it's giving me similar vibes Mm -hmm. because everyone knows like this past summer was a massive shit show. Horrific. Um, Right? And I mean, and definitely, especially with white people in particular, you do see more white people being involved in in groups like Black Lives Matter and all these things. But again, I don't know, sometimes it, it comes across as a bit performative. And in the case of WAP, Sometimes, well, to me, I guess the extra attention kind of comes across as really white people wanting to make sure that black people know they care about voices, like black voices in particular, the the voices of black women and our expression of sexuality, mm-hmm. which again, lovely. But y'all, WAP is just like, it's just a summer bop. It's a song. It's just a song, you know? And so, and again, like not wanting to discourage people that want to learn more, I guess, about black culture, mm-hmm. but be smooth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think a lot of it is adding more meaning that it needs to have. If you like the song, great, you know, um, but I don't, I don't know. I, I wonder if other people feel similarly yeah. about it. Because again, like we mentioned before, I don't understand why people think it's so amazing yeah. right now. Exactly. You know, like, would it have been amazing, I don't know, in February? Yeah. I don't think Before it, we, yeah. B- before all of this. Exactly. You know, I, I don't think it would have been. Right. Okay, I'm done. I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> I'm glad I got that off my chest. No, that's, I get it, dude. There's bigger issues in the world, mm-hmm. and why can't other larger issues that are more important be getting this attention from the world... Yeah, but it's all being directed to this song, which again, you can like a song, mm-hmm. but there's bigger things out there that need your attention. Yes. Don't think you're helping the movement, essentially. 
just because you shared WAP. And you're streaming it. And you're streaming it. Yeah. Good for Cardi, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. So other people that are up in arms about this song Mm -hmm. and reacting poorly are conservative politicians. And you guys on Twitter. (laughs) Your favorite. Yes. (laughs) Hi to all of you listening. (laughs) So this lady, Deanna Lorraine, tweeted, America needs far more people like Melania Trump and far less like Cardi B. All right. Mm. So that got 91,000 likes on Twitter. 21,000 retweets. Okay. You guys, you know Cardi, she's not going to stay quiet. She's going to find back. Mm-hmm. So Cardi quoted that tweet and she said verbatim, didn't she used to sell that WAP <laughs> referring to Melania? <laughs> you guys, this got 628,000 likes and 114,000 retweets. <laughs> I love it. I love it because oh that's God. how Cardi is. She's not hiding who she is. She's always been like this. Yes. You know? Exactly. She's not trying to make a statement. And she didn't stop there, Jackie. (laughs) Cardi went on to tweet, this pic's giving me, yeah, you fucking with some wet-ass pussy vibes. Just saying. (laughs) And it's the picture of Melania nude. Of course, she did put some emojis to cover some of her bits. Uh Uh-huh. But I'm sorry. That's funny. that. That is funny. Wow. She's a savage. I love it. She literally, just like Megan Thee Stallion said, she's a savage. Uh Uh-huh. And I would not fuck with Cardi B, to be honest. I wouldn't either. It's so funny. Weren't you telling me um, whenever she had, like, that interview with, with Biden? So, yeah, she <laughs> sat down with Joe Biden, and they uh, she was interviewing him for an L article, okay? And she was basically sharing what her followers were telling her. And this is what I appreciate about Cardi. She's also trying to use her platform, mm-hmm. To encourage young people who mainly follow her to get registered to vote, to actually vote when it is time to vote Mm -hmm. in these coming months, and to educate themselves about the candidates. Obviously, she's skewing more towards Joe Biden. She's endorsing him. And she was asking him, like, okay, what are you going to do? These are what my followers are telling me that they need, you know? Mm -hmm. She listed off affordable um, tuition in college. She's listing off Medicare. She's listing off, I can't remember um, the other issue, but she was just bringing mm-hmm. up a bunch of issues. Yeah. And, of course, Joe Biden saying, like, yeah, we're going to take care of that. You know, this is what he's running on. This yeah. is his agenda. Well, guys, in typical Cardi B fashion, and this is what I love about her. She is who she is, and no one's going to change that about her. Mm-hmm. She literally ended the interview with saying, are you going to keep your agenda? Like, are you going to follow through? And he said, absolutely, yes. Mm-hmm. Y'all, if Biden does win come this fall, I hope to God <laughs> he fulfills his promise mm-hmm. to her. Can you imagine her roasting him in four years if he doesn't follow yes, through? Yes, I, I can. I want her to, you know? <laughs> I can. I don't know. I love the idea of, like, if Biden's president. I'm always thinking in the back of my of his head. Gosh, I can't let Cardi be down. I can't let Cardi can't. be down because she's going to call me out she's on Twitter. She's going to call my ass out. But I like it. I do too. You know? Yeah. So it's just funny all around, different, you know, what she's doing, mm-hmm. what people are saying about her. And so as we end every episode, we have some song suggestions. 
And we are actually not, <laughs> there isn't an album to just promote and be like, go listen to her entire album. Exactly. Yeah. It'll come soon. I Don't worry. It'll come soon. Um, but really the theme of these songs that we chose are just super, super suggestive, but hilarious lyrics. And so the first song is called Cockiness in parentheses, Love It by Rihanna from the Talk That Talk album, 2012. Guys, I, you know, the song is fine. Yeah. But the first time I heard it, I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. So here are the first four lines of the song. Like literally you press play and this is the first thing you hear. Suck my cockiness, lick my persuasion, eat my words and then swallow your pride down, down. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was just so, I guess, to the point. I think, how old was I then? I think I was 20. So I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, Rihanna. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, I, it, I, I thought that was super funny. And I feel like Rihanna also, like she had like bad girl Riri, mm-hmm. you know, that, yeah. um, that reputation. And I think it's so interesting because she actually talked about it in a piece in British Vogue. And she was just talking about, like, people kind of getting up in her face about being a bad role model. And the way she described it, she was like, her public persona, it's not me, it's the part that I play. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's a piece of art with all these toys and textures to play with. Um, and she continues, people want me to be a role model just because of the life I lead and the things I say in my songs, and they expect it of her. But it just became more of a job than she wanted it to be. All she wants to do is make music. You know, and I think that kind of speaks to what we were talking about before, just putting kind of more meaning than is necessary or even, like, intended. Because all of these women, I mean, they're they're artists. They're musicians. You they're know, artists. it's expression. And they didn't sign up to be role models. They're, no. They never said, I am the prime example of what, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah should be exactly they didn't ask for it and so i thought it was great that rihanna actually like explicitly said that out loud Mm -hmm. the next song i suggest is partition from beyonce her self-titled album 2014 great song uh you know with beyonce i was not a super fan of her early stuff besides Mm -hmm. destiny's child which is amazing because with the early stuff, I thought it was just a bit too commercial. But something about the Beyonce album, yeah, you could tell it was a shift. Yeah. And it just was a bit more hip-hop. Mm-hmm. I was completely here for it. And with Partition, everyone else also got up in arms because, I mean, she was... I mean, she was talking about, like, sleeping with her husband. Right. You know, which is which is funny because people usually get up in arms when it's, like, premarital sex or something right. like that. And just for some reason, people just saw her in a different way <laughs> but I did one of my favorite lines is drive a rail up the partition please I don't need you seeing Yonsei <laughs> on her knees he bucked all my buttons he ripped my blouse he Monica lewinsky all on my gown love <laughs> it so fun fact when Monica Lewinsky heard this yeah <laughs> she was like uh I think it's more of Bill Clinton all on my gown. Ooh, I know the shade. I love it. Good, good for you. And again, I thought it was. I think Beyonce also used that album to express her sexuality a bit more explicitly, mm-hmm. and people just they just weren't here for it. Right. But also, I feel like she was confident enough in herself and her fan base, mm-hmm. and I feel like 
for true fans, I mean, stuck with her. Right. You know, yeah. and didn't necessarily drop off. So, I mean, and I, I do think some people, I say some, a lot of people probably do see Beyonce as a role model. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she, like, she sees herself as that as well, which I think even makes it more powerful that she's willing to be vulnerable and talk about it, especially, like I mentioned before, just as a black woman talking about her sexuality. Because mm-hmm. that's still something that we don't do. Right. You know, and so mm-hmm. her kind of reclaiming it. Um, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Last song we're going to recommend is Anaconda by mm. Nicki Minaj from her 2014 <laughs> The Pink Print, which actually had some cool songs on it. It did. But, um, so I'm not hating on that album at all. <laughs> I'm not hating on that song. I remember, I think she performed it at either like the MTV Music Awards or something because that music video for that year was also pretty out there and people were up in arms about it There's as well. Lots of butts. Lots of butts. <laughs> Great song, though. It's, it's fun song. It's a fun song, right? Yeah, it's fun. Just like WAP. Um, so <laughs> the my, one of my favorite lines, um, <laughs> it's just funny. That's why I like it. But it's, Posey put his ass to sleep, and now he's calling me NyQuil. Again, You know lulls. what? Now that I think about it, that song has lots of great one-liners. Yeah. Like WAP. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Exactly. So similar vibes. I'm sure you guys have heard of all these three songs, mm-hmm. but fun um, fact, Anaconda by Nicki Minaj was actually banned in Israel for a while because they said it was too explicit. It was, you know, encouraging things that were not correct. So I don't know. Not it, correct. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever do they mean? <laughs> I know, right? So just you know, why why are people up in arms about females talking about this? Mm-hmm. Yet we haven't heard much backlash for the past several years mm-hmm. by male artists who are doing the exact same thing. Exact same thing. So we'll we'll leave you for you guys to think about that. Mm-hmm. Let us know your thoughts. Yes, food for thought. Food for thought. So I hope y'all enjoyed this discussion on WAP. I mean, there are so many different reactions to it. And I feel like even the good and the bad, it's something. Because people are still talking about it. Um, And isn't that really what the power of music is? Conversation, getting you to feel things, getting you to think things. Think things, guys. All right, guys. Let's imagine that Jackie and I work for Kids Bop Inc. Mm-hmm. Okay? And if you guys aren't familiar with Kids Bop, they are this company, I guess, that they cover songs that are popping. Mm-hmm. So, like, the, the hits, the radio hits. And if there are foul words or, you know, if it's inappropriate, <laughs> they will rewrite the songs and the <laughs> lyrics to make it be about something appropriate for the kids so that the kids can sing. That being said, the problem with that is that we've already heard the original Dirty Song. Yeah. So you're still going to hear the kids sing it and you're not going to be hearing whatever clean thing they're talking about. Exactly. You're going to think about Watermelon Sugar. Exactly. I showed (laughs) her the Harry Styles Watermelon Sugar Kids Bop song, but Jackie couldn't get over it. It was horrific. Because... (laughs) Coral had me see the actual video first, which in itself was so ridiculous, but 
I don't care because we I stand, love Harry Styles. We stand Harry Styles. Oh my god, yeah. He's fine he, as hell. He's fine. But you see that video, and then Carl's like, ah ha ha ha. Let's, let's listen to Kids, Kids Pop. Pop. And I was waiting, I was listening to it and waiting for words to change, the lyrics to change. They didn't change very many they words. They didn't change many words. <laughs> it's just words. a little kid singing it. Yes. Of Harry. So in my head, it was a child singing all those suggestive innuendos so kids pop you kind of you messed up on that one yeah you could have done better on that one yes but we thought okay let's pretend that we are in charge of rewriting wop mm-hmm. and what would we write about how could we make the song appropriate for a six and seven year old that sings it in the back of the minivan <laughs> so this is what we came up with my mom's a certified neat freak. Seven days a week. Eight. Work in them play. She says we gotta clean before we eat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta work in them play. Bring a bucket and a mop so we can work in them play. Check off task after task so we can work in them play. Hey! so fucking extra <laughs> let us know what you think about work and play written by coral and jackie let us know what your kids bop version would be send us some lyrics send it to our instagram or twitter at the view from pod if you like this episode please leave us a five-star review so kids bop can put us on their payroll and not four out of five stars please <laughs>